on this episode of Hit the Deck. Up in Ontario, a holiday weekend means ball hockey for days. They have something called Family Day, which is a legal holiday. So they had a four-day ball hockey tournament. And can you name a college freshman with two silver medals and elite honors? Because we can. Miss Stephanie Cabin is uh, a great defenseman. She's been on two, at least two, international Team USA teams. Cabin earned all tournament honors as uh, an MVP, if you will. And uh, she's just 16 years old. She was the youngest woman to make the team. And I think that's a record. All this and more coming up on this episode of Hit the Deck. Game on! Welcome to episode 165 of the Hit the Deck podcast, where we talk deck hockey, street hockey, ball hockey, it's hockey, in sneakers, and oh my, oh my, here we are, back in the saddle, coming at you once again for another episode of Hit the Deck, jam-packed, chocked full, all sorts of totally replete with i don't know um with hockey stuff one presumes yes the ostensible focus of the podcast so uh you're gonna want to know who's talking to you and then you're gonna want to know all about that hockey stuff so let me hit you with the former before we get into the latter so for tonight's starting lineup in goal as ever i am number 35 your american rhino gary mccomiskey and of course my stalwart co-host on defense, number four, I'm James Sejazi. How you doing, pal? I'm doing okay, thank you. And uh, before we continue with the podcast, just want to send our condolences to all the people of Tennessee that suffered mm. those horrible tornadoes at the recording of this podcast very Cheers. recently. Yeah, so hopefully everybody's okay now and they're on the road to recovery and just one tragedy after another. But all the best to all those wonderful people that were uh, affected by that. And then we'll just kind of bring up the podcast from there, but just wanted to mention that. Sure. Sure. And of course with the uh, coronavirus becoming a, a larger and larger going concern, obviously everybody who's affected by that as well, just, you know, take care of yourselves, try and stay safe as much as you can follow whatever guidelines the they're putting out there for, you know, precautions, obviously, it's it's going to be a thing whether we want it to or not, but just try and protect yourself as best you can. Amen, amen. One good thing about last week is the NHL, hopefully they listened to the podcast, American Rhino, mm. and they kept the emergency backup goalie rule as it is. Yay! Good, good. Yes. Here's to a complete random person coming in and being a feel-good story. Absolutely. So that was good to hear. And also, one last thing uh, before I ask you how you are doing, uh, to be polite uh, and, and just the right thing to do. But as a frustrated Ranger fan, and that can sound redundant at times, what's going on with King Henrik? They are abusing Mr. Lundquist, our best player, excuse me, the Rangers' best player mm. over his entire career, 15-plus seasons, as a loyal, great, great player. And then all of a sudden, they relegate him to the bench for at least a month. And they're giving Georgiev a, a lot of starts and even uh, Shesterkin. And those two guys, fine, God bless, uh, but at least come up with names that are easy to pronounce. That's what's up. And also, you got to treat 
your best player much better than that. Uh, Lundqvist has a couple of years left on his contract. There were rumors spreading when they went to a three-goalie thing in, in the NHL. That's unheard of, where you have three goalies on one roster, is that they were right. probably going to trade uh, Lundqvist at the trade deadline. That didn't happen. So, American Rhino, do you know anything about this? I'm thoroughly confused and frustrated by it, and it has to stop. I do not, although I confess I have not been following the Rangers super close this year. But, uh, I mean, kind of, you know, dinking around Lundqvist is is kind of par for the course with the Rangers. So, I can't say I'm surprised, sadly. And I will say, though, I've I've never been entirely on board with Georgiev. So, uh, I have no opinion on Shesterkin. So I'm, you know, but whatever. I guess they feel like they need to move on going forward. Lundqvist is a lot closer to the end of his career than he is to the beginning. So they probably figure they want to plan for the future. They're kind of the same thing the Giants tried to do with Eli Manning. And we all know how well that worked out for them. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, just forgive me, listener out there. I'm a kind of fan that is loyal to the players. I realize that they are human beings and I don't look at them as just pieces and cogs to a bigger puzzle and they're expendable. I, I think that's ridiculous and, and I really hate that excuse. Oh, it's just business. Don't take it personally. That's just an excuse to be a jerk. All right. So Henrik Lundqvist, I just wanted to say for the dear listener out there, just officially, it's been on my mind over the last few months that um, he has consistently been the best Ranger player over his career. He is the reason why they got to the Stanley Cup final. In 2014, that 2012 season was fantastic. It was all thanks to him, Olympic gold medalist, champion, and all that. He deserves much better than that. And yes, you're right, American Rhino. They, uh, the Rangers do have a habit of uh, mistreating their heroes and discarding them. And that's one of the reasons why I just cannot get that much behind the blue shirts as I do the Mets. Because at least the Mets, and that's a whole other can of worms, but they, they do treat players as human beings. I'm not a, I'm not a fan of that uh, buying and and using people. So uh, sorry about that. And um, if you want to add on to that, please do American Rhino and then let us know how your week was. Yeah. I mean, the Mets, the Mets treat their players pretty well. It's the fans that they jerk around. (laughs) Yes. Amen to that. (laughs) They know how to do it right. Um, (laughs) And yeah, just to to finish up your point on Lundquist, you're, I I agree with you entirely. Hockey is, you know, like a, I was going to say fraternity, although that's, that's kind of, sexist because there's plenty of women that you know very skilled women who i'm sure are very close and but you know it is it is like a a close-knit group and and loyalty is very important on a hockey team so you know if you're going to treat somebody like just an interchangeable part you know like a, a convenience then and take them for granted that's not right so you know i hope i i echo your sentiments and hope they do right by lundquist sooner rather than later to the other bit, my week has been, you know, fine, I guess. My daughter's still sick, which is challenging, but uh, hopefully she'll get through that. And, and uh, otherwise, it's, it's mostly been, you know, same old, same old. I, my weekends now are just spent with editing podcasts. So, uh, I don't know. I kind of miss the weekend, but, you know, I enjoy doing this stuff for you guys. So, it's worth it. So, uh, yeah. Nothing really new and exciting to report from my end, sadly. All right. Well, we appreciate the hard work. And dear listener, I hope you do too. And uh, if you want to really show your appreciation, tell everybody you know to download, hit the deck, and listen. And let us hear about it. 
you know, tell us. We the American Rhino invites you every podcast at the end of every podcast to reach out to us through email, Facebook, and Twitter. So please, that'd be a very nice way to uh, do the tap of the stick for the American Rhino for all of his great hard work. And for that special Star Trek fan in your life, you might want to get him a subscription to Vintage Picard. That is a very good podcast. I enjoy listening to that very much. Yeah, yeah, me too. I do, actually. I look forward to it every week, particularly the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what, what's going on? You know, that's, that's us. That's nothing uh, to blow the doors off for us this week. Nothing really engaging and worth talking about. Anything elsewheres to discuss uh, that's worth talking about, James? In my little world, no. So got that off my chest. I appreciate it. Thank you. And uh, we yeah. can jump into the podcast proper when uh, when ready. Okay. Oh, you know what? Just since you wrapped a bow on the e-bug rule, uh, I just want to also kind of tie a, a little addendum onto something that we covered last week, since uh, I won't be covering it later. Mea culpa. But uh, we, we talked last week about the Philly Fanatic and the change in that. John Oliver did a whole uh, little segment on that whole Philly fanatic situation this week on his show. So you might want to look that up if you want more information. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Thank you, sir. Yeah, sure. Okay, but um, that was baseball and this is hockey. So what do you say we talk about some hockey? Sounds good. Okay, great. Well, then in that case, James, I will immediately segue into I'm putting this on you, buddy mode. (laughs) So, James, can you please tell us what is on deck for this podcast? Yes, sir. Thank you. Another great ball hockey success. While we were celebrating Valentine's Day and President's Day in the same weekend here in the U.S., our friends up north had a blast at the third annual Ontario Ball Hockey Federation tournament. And El Kabang! Apologies to Mr. Quick Draw McGraw, but if you whack your guitar over another player's head in hockey, you go to the penalty box for a long time. Ms. Stephanie Cabin, a defenseman on Team USA's women's deck squad, sure knows how to play the game right. And that's what's on deck. Thank you, James. You're welcome, sir. Cabon. <laughs> yeah, oh, so I have to tell you, James, with this, uh, this, this first thing that we're talking about, another great ball hockey success, I, I can't tell you why, but when I first read, not even the, the whole thing, just... I guess when I got the email where you sent me the rundown for this show, it gives a a very like a two line preview of what's written in the email. I use AOL because I'm a hundred years old. (laughs) And so basically uh, I don't know why, but I guess I just glanced over it quickly. And for some reason I thought you were doing like a Borat thing. Great (laughs) success. And no. then I looked, I looked at the whole thing and I realized my mistake. So okay. I apologize, but uh, I don't know. I, I thought maybe it was like a story about Kazakhstan's <laughs> ball hockey program or something. I have to look into that. That sounds like it's worth looking into at least. Probably not. <laughs> maybe, maybe you're onto something. So thank you for the heads up. I'm very rarely onto something. <laughs> But um, let's us put the listener on to what's going on in Ontario. Yeah, this is something I learned from this article, too, uh, that um, in certain provinces of, of Canada, including Ontario, they have something called Family Day, which is a legal holiday. And that's celebrated on the third Monday in February every year. So while we have President's Day, 
which uh, fell on the same day this year, 2020, 217-2020. They had a four-day ball hockey tournament in Ontario. Yeah, that sounds a lot like, hey, the Americans have a day off. We want a day off too, eh? (laughs) Well, I have to admit to the Canadians and particularly the fine people of Ontario that they know how to spend a four-day weekend, man. Yeah, no, I'm... (laughs) Well, I won't dispute that. The Alliston Memorial Arena, which... Alliston! (laughs) It's time to play some ball hockey. Alliston! I'll shoot the puck. They they had the the honor of hosting the third annual event. (laughs) And uh, we'll get into that more. Again, this is an article that was published in the Alliston Herald. And uh, so this great arena had contributed a lot to the success of this uh, ball hockey tournament. And again, we'll we'll, we'll delve into that more thanks to this article that explains it. But uh, they teamed up with the new Tecumseh Ball Hockey League. So they hosted the third annual Ontario Ball Hockey Federation Winter Minor Provincials Ball Hockey Tournament. Hey, that's a mouthful, but I'll I'll take it. <laughs> yes, and I'm not going to repeat that either. <laughs> uh, so it went from, they started on the Friday, uh, of which happened to be Valentine's Day, uh, mm-hmm. at 4 o'clock. And then it went all through till Family Day, or February 17th. We called it President's Day this year. Up until 6.30 p.m. And they were all told 36 round-robin games, playoff games, and four championship games over that stretch. Wow. So you've got your 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 trooper, your beaver, your uh, uh squid, your little wolverine, your what I what are the divisions? <laughs> yeah, they actually just uh, they only mentioned a couple here. Uh they referred to the novice division, mm-hmm. also the bantam team. Ah. And I think, oh, and the Adam team. So I don't know if they were just looking to uh, switch that up with those crazy animal names or whatever, <laughs> but that, that's how this tournament went down. Okay. All right. Well, great. <laughs> Thank you for asking, though. That was a great point. Some expert analysis. <laughs> exactly. Great. But one of the reasons why the Alliston Memorial Arena was chosen to host the third annual OBHF tournament was that in their bid, they included a way to have a heating system in the floor area. So I think it was inside, but still, I'm sure it was pretty cold in February up in Ontario, Canada. And that was a nice little bonus. And they said that was one of the reasons why it was so successful, so much fun, and why they held it at the Alliston Memorial Arena. Alliston, my aim was true. I scored on you. <laughs> and, uh, you think and, Elvis Costello is a ball hockey fan? I, where's he from? Is, is he Canadian? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> what do I look like? The president of Elvis Costello's fan club? I don't know. <laughs> sure. Why not? Of course, he's a ball hockey fan. <laughs> I don't How could he not be? Oh, shoot. What? I'm going to interrupt this story because I just remembered something that I wanted to mention on the podcast. Now, I could just say this now 
and edit it and go back and insert it at the beginning of the podcast where it would be more topical. But I'm not going to do that because that's far too professional for this program. I'm just going to drop it in here and, and disrupt the entire proceedings. Knock the flow all the way up. Anyway, so this morning I had a tune stuck in my head. So as I was getting ready for work, I, I took out my phone and I opened up the YouTube app and I played it. It was You Were On My Mind by the Wii 5. Not that that's, that's neither here nor there. But um, so the commercial that played prior to the video was a Hyundai commercial and it involved a bunch of kids playing street hockey. Oh. Or at least attempting to play street hockey. They were in their gear and they're like, car. And then they did like a, you know, car commercial. And then the kid's like, game on. And the, it's like, yeah, the Hyundai sales event is on. It's, you know, it's like, a, but, but the fact that, that they used street hockey to sell cars, I thought was topical and interesting and worth mentioning. Yeah, that's fantastic. I think that if I'm not mistaken, Hyundai has the contract with the NHL currently. So they are the official car of the NHL, but much appreciated. That's awesome. We've talked about that many a time on uh, on this mm-hmm. great podcast because, yes, we're about ball hockey and deck hockey and street hockey. And Gary and I, growing up in the New York area, we know all about that, playing <laughs> in the side streets and having to stop everything And when a car was passing by. Because when we grew up, we're not that old, but we were able to play in the streets enough for long periods of time mm-hmm. because there wasn't that much traffic like there is now. So if you can relate to that, youngsters... It's true. So if you watch the movie Wayne's World, for example, sure. they get that uh, they get that pretty cool. But I love that. That's a great campaign and, and much appreciated. We now return you to your regularly scheduled podcast segment. And Hyundai, hey, you know, you sponsor the NHL. If you want to sponsor this humble podcast, we definitely invite you to do that. So, I mean, they seem to have an interest in ball hockey. It's true, man. It's true. We'll uh, we'll, we'll, we'll try and work out a deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> And if you want to give us, as is often typical for such product placements, if you want to give us a free sample of your product yeah, so we, we can evaluate it. Right. Uh, how well can we fit our gear in there? Gary's a goalie, so he has sure, a lot of, sure. yeah. I do. I have, I have a big, big old bag. I have a bunch of sticks. Yeah. I Please. Got that, that portable scoreboard that I made. Oh, all all kinds of stuff that, you know, nets. I got a net, at least one net that that uh, can throw in there. Yeah, we definitely want to be able to properly evaluate your vehicles so that we can endorse it wholeheartedly and, you know, without reservation. Yes, because we are an honest podcast, believe it or not. Sure, we are. We are men of integrity, which is why we are also men of very little means <laughs> nice guys do finish last but anyhow uh we unless love... you're driving a hyundai in which case you'll always finish first well said. i'll give you that one for free the first one's free the first taste is free hyundai call me i'm doing that thing with my fingers where that you where you like shake them like uh, you're you're like you're making like a phone which is is also the like the hawaiian shaka bra kind of except it's sideways and the anyway you get it you get it (laughs) so getting back to ontario and (laughs) their ball hockey tournament (laughs) Um, and with the hyundai's all-wheel drive and traction control system you can i don't know 
<laughs> That'd be great. I'd, I'd love to go on a road trip with the American Rhino in a Hyundai <laughs> up to Ontario or Newfoundland and, and visit those great places of ball hockey and deck hockey and street hockey places. Mm-hmm. We should wait until we actually get some money for this before we keep shilling for them, James. I know it's tempting, but uh, <laughs> let's let's put that on the side. People don't like listening to commercials that people actually pay for. They're not going to want to listen to commercials that we're doing for free. Yeah, good, good point. But before we get past that, this article does mention the fact that uh, the tournament was supported by local businesses including Canadian Tire, which we mentioned in past podcasts about being a great sponsor of ball hockey tournaments. And uh, I bet you could put some Canadian tires on... No, no. <laughs> you had to. You absolutely had to, and well done. Uh, so that contributed to the success, as well as the volunteers that gave their time and efforts to make the tournament successful, including 50-50 draws. Draws? 50-50 draws. Um, is running... that like you only pull them half the way out of the, the dresser? I don't know. No, it's just the, the uh, you buy a ticket and you put in money and then you have a number in like a jar or a helmet or something. And then you pick out that number. And if you win, you get half of the, the money that was raised to, to anyway. And they, or they, is, is yeah. that just like a centerman who's about average in, uh, in <laughs> yes. faceoffs? Yes, that's true, too. <laughs> Yeah, and that's uh, that's not a plus or a minus. It's it's a zero. So there you go. Mm-hmm. So they help with the cleanup. They played music, and even doing simple things like helping the teams get on and off the floors in in a timely fashion, keeping the surface dry, mopping up the floor, and also too, believe it or not, uh, parking. Now that's something we could definitely relate to, Gary and I, growing up in New York that there was no parking area specifically around the Alliston Memorial Arena, but everybody chipped in and made sure that uh, people found ample parking. So that was pretty nice and very Canadian, because I'm sure that uh, in New York, they don't care. You know, <laughs> They'll ticket you, whatever. It's just another way of making money for the city. So uh, that was nice to hear and appreciated. It's better than Philly. Is it really? Oh, yeah. In Philly, I, I think I've told this story before on the podcast, but... Um... Years ago, a friend of mine dragged me to Philly for a Ron Paul convention uh, or a rally, not a convention. It's not like people were cosplaying as Ron Paul. Um, <laughs> it, the, t- he dragged me to Philly for a Ron Paul rally. He was he was a big Ron Paul supporter at the time, my friend. And uh, so we went and he met up with this girl that he was kind of sort of seeing. And she the the short version is. She uh, parked her car, I guess, illegally in front of the uh, Constitution Museum or something like that. And uh, so it it wound up getting towed. And so we had to walk like five miles because, you know, we were gentlemen and he liked this girl. Uh, we we had to walk like five miles to the impound yard to uh you know regain possession of her car and as we were walking there and while we were waiting there for them to process it like every couple of minutes a tow truck would pass by towing a car to the impound lot and and you know from from that and from what we heard then and after 
it's something of a cottage industry in Philly to just tow people's cars to raise money for the city. Oh, boy. Mm -hmm. Thanks for the heads up, and I'm glad I haven't been there. Sure. Anyway, the good people of Ontario, very happy that they are not like the people of Philadelphia or New York when it comes to uh, cars and stealing them from us good citizens. Mm -hmm. But uh, it was a successful four-day event, and the Alliston Memorial Arena, the NTBHL, and the OBHF all did great, and the, uh, the, the everything went off without a hitch. Everybody enjoyed himself, all the players, exciting games, well-played games, and again, just another example of a great, and they weren't raising funds or anything like that, this was just to have fun. It was a good way to spend a, a long weekend, and it was planned out perfectly, everybody enjoyed it, and it's the third time they did it, and it seems like they're going to continue doing it in the future, and they definitely want to go back to the Alliston Memorial Arena to do so. Great success! <laughs> Indeed. I have to say, just one final thing. Looking over the, the different divisions that were in this, I think it would be cool to play in the Atom division. Yeah, that does sound impressive. Make me, you know, feel like a superhero. <laughs> Definitely. Well, yeah, it, it, it beats the uh, whatever, you know, uh, honey badger or whatever nonsense they refer right, to. Right, sure. <laughs> Penguin or something, I don't know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Undoubtedly. <laughs> But speaking of another great success, and getting back here in the good old U.S. of A, at Hit the Deck, we have appreciated and, and had many a great player come on this uh, humble podcast, and we've always been honored to do so, uh, sure. including members of the Team USA women's ball hockey team. You bet. So, Miss Stephanie Cabin is uh, a great defenseman. She's been on two, at least two international team usa teams and the first one she qualified when she was only 16 years old ah so that was pretty outstanding and currently she is in college now uh so she's up in franklin pierce university which i believe is in new hampshire yes it is and it's just north of massachusetts too so she knows she has hockey in her dna it's in a hotbed of hockey and uh, she plays both ice and ball hockey, too, which I found very impressive and, and appreciated. Kabon! <laughs> yes. Remarkable, really. She's appeared in two tournaments and yet zero ball hockey podcasts. At least zero that matter. <laughs> yes, we have to uh, get her on here uh, to join her teammates that we have had so maybe we shall reach out to jackie spiegel and make that happen we shall see in the interim we can definitely intro her so uh that that would be pretty cool i hope she wouldn't mind but just again yeah as you mentioned she's won two silver medals in the world ball hockey championships as uh, the american rhino has done a great job of covering those tournaments too so we'll see if she wants to go on to the next one that will be coming up in June of 2021, and that will be in Canada. So if uh, Miss Cabin decides to try out again and uh, go for a third tournament, I'm sure she will uh, make the team with flying colors. I'm just looking a little bit over this article, James. Her mother's name is Robin Cabin. She must love her husband very much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, sometimes you can't help what your last name is going to be. So that's just... <laughs> Good stuff. I've heard much, much worse names, by the way. Like uh, Oh, sure. 
you know, so we're, you know, but yes, that, 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 that's true love and, and God bless her. And if anybody has anything to say negatively, then I'm sure Stephanie will promptly deck that person. <laughs> I see and, what you did there. Uh, there you go. <laughs> With a big El Kabang, because she knows how to, defend her, how to defend herself as a great defenseman that she is. Now, does she put on the, the, like the black eye mask and, <laughs> and swing from a, you know, a rope and whack somebody over the head with a hockey stick? Uh, maybe during practice, but... Um, I would yeah. hope not. <laughs> Those are her teammates. Well, that's true. <laughs> well, you know, they, they had to go through a lot to make the team. So there were like three years worth of, uh, of, of tryouts and... Or at least, you know, the tournament is every two years, once every two years. So there's uh, an extended amount of tryouts. And mm-hmm. and as uh, Stephanie said, that it was hard to get all the players together at once. So the first time that they did all get together, besides for the first time, was when the tournament started, more or less. So there's not like uh, a lot of time you had to gel. And of course, the American Rhino and I have talked about that many a time, particularly for ball hockey, because these athletes aren't professionals. They're not paid to do this, unfortunately, at least not yet, not in this country, in the U.S. of A., but they have to be dedicated and good enough to quickly play with new teammates, understand their intricacies, and and play well together and join together as a team in just a small amount of time and then in a quick tournament, too. We were just talking about that with the Olympics, with the 1980 Team USA, how uh, they didn't have much time, really, when you think about it to play together because they were all college kids playing in different areas of the country. Sure. And then to take on the world with the amount of pressure uh, and, 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 you know, the games are so fast and the schedule is so tight. There's no margin for error. It's amazing. And I'm fascinated by how anybody can do that in any tournament and on any level and be successful. You know, I'm just thinking maybe that's why we haven't heard anything about Pacho in a while. Ooh. Come on! Well done, Stephanie. Thank you. <laughs> Seriously, that guy's creepy. Well, I'm glad that you sent Batman after him. <laughs> yeah, I bet I didn't send Batman after him. Batman is a uh, you know a, a defender of of justice and and righteousness. I'm sure. I'm sure he had a very good reason to go after him. Yes, I'm just I'm just glad we could be a part of that. Well, good assist, American Rhino. Mm-hmm. And Stephanie. I still have that cowl in my room. It's just collecting dust. That's a shame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yes, as a matter of fact, uh, Stephanie's mother was quoted in this article, and she said that uh, she got Stephanie involved in ball hockey when she was very little, and eventually it went into ice hockey. Speaking of Philly... And uh, Stephanie being in the New Hampshire area, I mean, that's quite a trip to go from New Hampshire to Pennsylvania Mm. and all the way down to Philadelphia. But she would do that a few times a year to play in tournaments. So I'm assuming that was either ice hockey or ball hockey or both. So going from Philly and playing in uh, in New Hampshire and, and even being so close to Massachusetts, too, she decided a few years ago to try out for the Team USA. And uh, she said for over a year, the camps and training took place. But to finally make the team, she had to compete against professionals, really, and uh, women of all backgrounds of not just ball hockey, but, but ice hockey, too. 
So college women and um, the NWHL players. So the competition was really quite stiff and tough to get through. And only being 16 years old, she still persevered and made it and earned her spot on uh, both of those teams. And also, too, that uh, being so, just 16 years old, she was the youngest woman to make the team. And I think that's a record for the, uh, the women Team USA. Yeah, well, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. 16 is, you know, pretty young. But if she earned her place, then she deserves to be there. Yeah, absolutely. And it's no fluke either because she she uh, got her spot back in the next tournament. So the first tournament was back in the uh, Czech Republic. And then the next one was in Slovakia, which uh, recently passed last year. And uh, so in the Czech Republic 2017 World Championships, Cabin earned all tournament honors as uh, an MVP, if you will, and uh, led or helped lead her team to the gold medal game, too, as the American Rhino covered and we did talk about back then in 2017. Yeah, I mean, both of those both of those games in 2017 and 2019, both of those finals still sting like they still hurt after after all this time. It's true. So um, we hope that, yeah, we interviewed Becky Dobson uh, pretty recently as well. She was a ball of fire, and that was an honor to have her on the podcast, too. So it was just really cool to hear her perspective. I believe that she was a key contributor to the Team USA women as well. I uh, I think she single-handedly won a couple of games, like in overtime and stuff, too, and and tied that that game against Canada in the final. But uh, that, that was really awesome to hear from her. So again, yes, maybe we'll see uh, if uh, Stephanie would be interested on joining the podcast as well. But we'll see. Yeah, but uh, in the meantime, just really an incredible resume that she has. And this is all ball hockey associated, so we're not even talking about her ice hockey career yet. Um, so again, that uh, it just goes to show you how talented these players are, where maybe you think, oh, it's just ball hockey. They're not good enough to play ice hockey. or No, they are in great shape. And uh, men, women included in these tournaments. And it's a quick tournament. It's all out of their own pockets. They have to fly to wherever it is in a different country with different languages. And uh, they're they're thrown in little places to live temporarily, like village type settings and stuff. So it's really hard and uh, to, to overcome all of that, even the jet lag and play and get to the finals back to back tournaments. The first one they got to in the Czech Republic, that, that was against the host team. And that went to overtime that game. So that, that was pretty remarkable. And then the last one in, in 2019, it was against Canada in Slovakia. So that was pretty, pretty amazing too. Just to give you an idea of uh, the, the great talent that is out there. And so proud of our uh, Team USA women. Yeah, and I see the next tournament is next year in Canada. So, uh, you know, we, we owe them a couple. So I think it would be sweet, sweet desserts to uh, be able to, you know, stick it to them, pun intended, stick it to those Canadian women right in their home country. Yeah, that would be something else. But to have back-to-back finals and and well-earned back-to-back silver medals, I think that these women are tried and true and tested. And if they anybody could do it, it's the Team USA ladies. Usa, Usa, Usa. <laughs> Amen to that, brother. So just to, to to wrap this up as well, again, Stephanie grew up in uh, Fitchburg, and again, that's in New Hampshire, and she attends Franklin Pierce University, and she's just a freshman 
So she has a whole career ahead of her too. And just as we said, an amazing resume already. And she has earned the New England's Women's Hockey Alliance All-Rookie Team spot too. So the accolades continue. Her defensive skills just keep getting better and better. And who knows if hockey will be in her future. But in the meantime... Uh, she says she has a big, big soft spot in her heart for hockey, and uh, including ball or with a puck on the floor or on the ice. And uh, if, if hockey doesn't work out in the future for her, she has a great head on her shoulders, and she's looking to be either a physical or occupational therapist upon graduation. That'll probably come in handy if she does continue her hockey career. Being able to diagnose her own inevitable injuries. It's true, right. And we mentioned that too with, with Dr. Becky Dobson. Mm-hmm. As, uh, she has a similar background. So that just makes sense. Uh, not only are these women very talented and great hockey players, but they're very intelligent and uh, they can kind of help themselves out in more ways than not. That's just incredible too. Because yes, inevitably, when you play a sport like hockey, you're going to get hurt especially over a long period of time. If you're playing in a, in a you know, schedule, packed schedule, if you're playing in a couple of different leagues, if you're playing in an intense tournament, you're going to get hurt. So yeah, a lot of you, wear and tear. Absolutely. So if you can take care of yourself and heal thyself, even better. I think there may be some medical ethics uh, questions about doing something like that. But, uh, you know, it's still good to have the background so you have an idea of what you need to be doing. And as a teammate, too, and that, that happened in one of the tournaments, right? I believe uh, yeah. one of the goalies in, in one of the countries fell ill, and the Team USA ladies jumped right to her uh, aid. Yeah, I think that was um, taking me back. Uh, I think that was the Great Britain goalie that yeah. just during the game just kind of passed out in her crease, and the USA goalie went over and I think she actually left the game. She she was tending to her on the deck there. And I think she actually left the game to continue tending to her. Uh, and the backup went in and finished the game. If that doesn't sum up what these ladies are all about, then nothing does. That is absolutely remarkable. And you talk about uh, people to look up to and people to emulate the team USA ladies. They are that good. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers girls. And I think uh, also that's good for this podcast. So uh, I think uh, let's just wrap this thing up. Last minute remaining in the podcast. So we want to thank you, of course, as we always do, for joining us for another episode of Hit the Deck here. Uh, and and, and as, as you do every week, and we greatly, sincerely appreciate. And we want to thank Anthony Sajazi for providing us with music for every podcast. And we want to encourage you, if you have something you want to tell us, if you have some feedback on something that we've talked about, if you have a story suggestion for us, if you think that you might want to appear on the podcast, if you have a compelling story that you'd like to tell, anything and everything, we welcome feedback. Please consider reaching out to us. We can be easily gotten at uh, via email at hit the deck. Deck is spelled D-E-K. Hit the deck at gmail.com. We are at hit the deck pod on Twitter and uh, we're hit the deck on Instagram and Facebook. So plenty of ways to get us. And if you have not already done so, please subscribe to this podcast. Subscribe because if you do, then you can always have us right there 
in your pocket or however you access your podcasts. And whenever we drop a new episode, it'll be right there. You don't have to go looking for it. You don't have to wonder, oh, did they drop one and it's just not appearing in my feed? Can I maybe I have to go search Twitter to make sure that it, it's, it'll just be there. You can enjoy it and you can, well, you can, <laughs> you can have it. We <laughs> hope you'll enjoy it, but your mileage may vary. But uh, yeah, as James said earlier, we would really love it if you could tell your friends, spread the word about Hit the Deck. And uh, hopefully we can all, you know, enjoy this thing together. So uh, one one final reminder, as we mentioned last week on the show, we are now, in addition to all the other places we're available, we are now live on the Sokoa Media app. Sokoa is S-O-C-C-O-A, and you can download it in the application store on your device of choice, and you can just uh, enjoy us as well as plenty of other sports themed podcasts and uh and and assorted sports news items there are regular articles written about all kinds of sports there so if you are a sportsman or a sports lady then you might enjoy perusing the soko media app so head over there and check that out uh james is there anything you'd care to add yes thank you sir of course Looking for places to play deck? Then please check out the Columbus Deck Hockey Association, the Charlotte Street Hockey League, the Raleigh Street Hockey League, the VAR Hockey League, the DCSH, the DCHL, and Deck Superstars. Of course, please donate to LaGrange Hockey, follow M Power Play, and download that Sokoa Media app. And please tell them all that Hit the Deck sent you, and thanks for listening. Thank you, James. Thank you, sir. Thanks all around. And of course, dear listener, we will thank you, as we always do here at the end of the podcast, to kindly remember that whether you are appropriating a popular song or appropriately celebrating a long weekend, whether you are a cartoon horse or a thoroughbred player, regardless of what you find yourself doing, we would always encourage you to remember it's deck hockey. Don't be that guy. Thanks, everybody. All right, carry on. Oh, yeah, yeah. no, before we carry on, uh-huh. never mind. Okay. No carry sure. on. Continue to carry. <laughs> carry on your carrying on.